0: Hello and welcome to the Eagle's Landing Equip podcast. Equip exists to give you the tools you need to display the gospel intentionally every day as a disciple of Jesus. My name is Zach, and I'm here again with Matt McKinney, Eagle's Landing's Pastor of Connections. Matt, you doing all right today? Doing well, Zach. How are you? Awesome. Good. Doing really good. Really excited to continue our conversation in uh, the equip, about the equip class that you taught um, not long ago called Countercultural Formation. Learning to Fully Follow Jesus. Um, today we're going to dive into the uh, cultural idea of consumerism, and, and this is kind of the, the one that this whole study, this whole series was birthed out of in your life, right? Right, Like yeah. the, you talked about the story of the shoes, right. you, know, you looked at how many shoes you had, and, um, and it got you thinking about these cultural trends and ideas that we are saturated in, and how the way of Jesus is different.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, um, this topic of consumerism, I think, is one of the most important topics that we can talk about as disciples of Jesus in our modern culture, and how our modern culture has discipled us in ways that we're unfamiliar with. So yeah, if you remember, I I think the first podcast, I uh, quoted a guy named David Wallace, or David Foster Wallace, and he had a, a little short a fable about a uh, one fish swam by or an older fish swam by two younger fish and the old fish said how's the water today boys and after they swam past each other one of the little fish uh, looked at the other one and said what's water and the point of the fable is that um a lot of times what is impacting our lives are the things that are all around us that we're unaware of, right? So they don't—they're not aware of what water is, even though they're swimming in it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think in the topic of consumerism, we are swimming in it every single day in
0: America. Some deep water,
1: all the time. Yeah. And uh, to me, uh, particularly in this topic, the thing that I talk about, and I'm going to go ahead and launch into it. That's all right, that's all right. Uh, yeah. right out of the gate, mm-hmm. is advertisements. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think we realize how many advertisements we sit through every single day. And um, and so we're unaware of it. If, if you go to YouTube and you're going to go watch a video, guess what? you got to watch an advertisement before it comes on. Or if you're on your social media account, guess what you're going to see? Advertisements. Or if you're watching television, guess what comes on? Commercials. If you're reading a magazine, guess what's in there? Advertisements. If you're driving down the road, there's billboards. Guess what those are? Advertisements. Like, they're everywhere. And we we see uh, thousands per day. Mm -hmm. And the essence of every advertisement, if you boil it down to one thing, is your life would be better if you had insert right? Your life would be better if you had this vacation. Your life would be better if you had this kitchen appliance. Mm -hmm. Your life would be better if you had these shoes. Your life would be better if you had this shirt. Your life would be better if you had this lawnmower. And we sit under that influence, like I say, thousands of times Mm -hmm. uh, per day. And so over and over again, we're hearing, your life would be better. Your life would be better. So you need, need, need. I need more. I need more. And it has discipled us into consumerism. Mm -hmm. We have... um, we have been taught to be consumers mm-hmm. by our culture, okay. and I think for a lot of people in the church, in the world, just like me, as I said, with the shoe, the shoe story, mm-hmm. we don't realize it. We're not consciously thinking when we're watching commercials, oh, this is doing something to me. We're not consciously thinking when we see these advertisements, oh, this is actually shaping my desires. And so we're unaware of it. We're like these fish swimming in the water, and we we don't see the water. Yep. And they are doing something to us. Absolutely. They are absolutely shaping our desires.
0: Yeah, I, and I think we it, it's a sneaky thing. It really is. Yeah. Um, and companies, like you've you know, alluded to, spend billions and billions and billions of dollars to create consumerism in us so that we buy their product, we buy into their thing, we um, you know do what they want us to do and you think about Facebook social media Instagram all of these th- companies we, we I think we oftentimes we like to romanticize it you know it's it, it helps me stay connected to my people that's why that's what they're there's they're a social company they they allow me to to do all these things when really they're just big marketing companies yeah that's what they are they've <laughs> created the technology and the a way to get you to buy in and and get to capture your attention so that they can put ads in front of you that's how they make money, yeah. and that's how they um continue to grow absolutely and it and like I say, it does something to us, and um
1: you know if you've been in the church world long enough is, this is nothing new but um uh, this this concept that uh we we do have this desire there is there is something within us that longs for satisfaction and longs for um, joy. And it's Jesus, right? We know this, but we can get um, discipled by our culture into thinking, oh, if you just have this or you just have that, it'll fill that void in your heart. And, of course, it's one of these things where you go back to this advertisement idea in consumerism. You, you, you see this ad, ad one day, right? i got to have these shoes. And if I have these shoes, my life's going to be better. And you get caught up in it. And so eventually you go out and you buy those shoes. You bring them home, and within a day, or two days, a week, they've lost the, the real shine that they had. And, and all of a sudden, you're just caught on the next thing. Oh, well, now I need the, the pants, or else mm-hmm. I need this. And we're constantly trying to feed that internal desire for joy and satisfaction with things that are never going to do it. Jesus is the only one who can truly satisfy the deepest cravings of our hearts, mm-hmm. and so we're um, we're trying to we're trying to get these other things to do something that only He's going to do.
0: Mm-hmm. I think about crushing the, us. The the eye fold. They've gotten to the point where they're able to release a new iPhone just about every year because um, this one's better. This one's going to meet a need, and in fact, and that's a that's a common commonly used marketing um, strategy is you have to um, solve a problem for people. And that sounds sounds great, you know. If I had less problems in my life, if this thing can meet this need in my life or make my life easier, I think about for me right now it's a it's a riding lawnmower. If I if I, <laughs> I I've tried to convince my wife, if, if, you know, if I just get that zero turn riding lawnmower, I could have that yard you know cut in twenty <laughs> minutes, and then I can take care of our son you know the whole day, and and we could ride it together. He's got to have memories of riding <laughs> the lawnmower together, and um, you know that. Hour and a half—is that really going to make my life easier? I, you know, it's a question I've I've had to wrestle with. But you know, you think about if I had less problems, it's going to make my life better or more comfortable. And, and I think we have to wrestle with that. Um, what is actually? What are we going to for comfort? What are we going to for security or um, ease um, or um, fulfillment and satisfaction? And that's where Jesus comes in.
1: Yeah, and that's, a, that's an interesting point, too, and this, is, this might be a little bit off topic, but I think it's worth thinking about that we do have issues. That There are legitimate things in our lives that we're wrestling with or thinking about looking for answers to problems. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a lot of times we can lose sight of the fact that Jesus uh, can do these, this work of formation in our lives when we have these issues. Right, so rather than just looking for the answer, mm-hmm. uh, looking for Jesus to show up and to work within me in the midst of perhaps the tension or the frustration, mm-hmm. right? So um, I don't want to lose um, the formative aspect mm-hmm. of following Him yep. in when I have a problem because I'm so busy trying to get this other thing to to fix it.
0: Yep. Is that, if that makes sense. Yeah, and we've talked about that, that, you know, we li- we want to make the Christian life this formula of, of you know, five steps to following Jesus, you know, or, you know, to make it a quick process without the investment and without the time. And I think this, you know, it, it does relate to it, um, con- this consumeristic mentality. I want what I want faster, I want comfort um, more quickly, or I want, you know, th- these problems answered um, in In the best way um, possible, and spiritual formation doesn't take place like that, yeah
1: yeah I, I, you know this is still staying in that same avenue um, comfort is we could do a whole other podcast on comfort yeah in this mm-hmm. class
0: mm-hmm.
1: how it is um is something that's formed us our our culture says be comfortable mm-hmm. and uh, so when it comes to things like suffering. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of times what we want is to, to for it to go away, mm-hmm. like, get the suffering yeah. away from me. Uh, but rather than rather than approaching it and saying, hey, Jesus, use my suffering, mm-hmm. use my hardship to shape my heart to be more like yours, mm-hmm. right? If, he, if he's really the suffering servant from Isaiah 53, right, then um, he's acquainted with grief, mm-hmm. then there is an aspect and a component to following him, mm-hmm. to saying, hey, I don't necessarily have to have everything comfortable
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, to be shaped by Him, right? Yeah. So I want to. to i am not saying go out and proactively look for ways to suffer, right? Right. I'm not saying that, but I am saying when suffering comes, when hardships do come, rather than saying, hey, get me out of this or make it comfortable,
0: mm-hmm. I want to be a disciple that says, hey, use it. Yeah, or I need to buy the next thing to, yeah. to fix it. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So let's take a look at the Scripture that you talked about in class, um, where... Um, we see the teaching of Jesus with his disciples.
1: Yeah, we looked at Luke chapter 12, uh, beginning in verse 13. And in this text, Jesus is presenting a, um, a parable about a rich man who uh, has, his crops were plentiful. right? So he had this large mass amount of stuff. And his whole concept was, I'm just going to store it up. Hmm. And I'm just going to get more and more of it. And, uh, and if, if I have more and more of it, then my life's going to be better, right? And, um, and it's interesting how Jesus comes out of that parable, thinking about this guy who's consistently thinking about himself and getting more and more and more, and and he doesn't even know that uh, his day's not going to be there tomorrow because God's God's got other plans for him, right? That's the, the way the parable ends. Uh, Jesus then enters into this this teaching on anxiety and how we are not to be anxious about stuff, right? Anxious about all these things. But rather, we are to have this um, this focus as disciples for the coming of the kingdom. Right? Seek first the kingdom. Right? So taking your eyes off of more and more stuff, and rather putting your eyes on the kingdom of God coming on earth as in heaven. This is the priority Jesus has, and the priority He's calling His disciples to have. So it's not about getting more stuff. It's about seeing the rule
0: of God in all the world, among all the nations, for the glory of God. Yeah. As you're talking, I'm just thinking, you know, it seems like, you know, where we live, there's a new construction zone going on just about everywhere. (laughs) And uh, half the time, about 50% of the time, the structure gets built, and and it's a storage unit place. Yeah. Um, And I think about, you know... how much money we pay for other people to store all the stuff we have because we don't have room to <laughs> store all the stuff we have anymore right yeah, we've yeah. we filled our houses we filled our barns and now we need to go pay money to to store stuff in other places um, on other people's land and i you know I, I think about that teachings of jesus that parable of jesus and um, how he talks about um you know the focus shouldn't be on accumulating wealth or accumulating material things, but I like the word you use that the focus should be on um, expanding the kingdom of God. Yeah. You know, when it comes to this idea of consumerism or this cultural value of consumerism, how, what can we do to be more aware in our lives of, of that as followers of Jesus?
1: Yeah, the, uh, the first thing is just be aware of it. Mm. Like I said, uh, consumerism has not—we've never had to be taught— to be consumers, right. we've been discipled into being consumers. So I think we have to be aware of that, mm-hmm. and and we have to be willing to um, to make changes in our lives. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, like uh, I've gotten to the point where I mute every single ad that comes on my computer or t- television. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't even want to hear them. Right. Um, uh, so that's been, I think, helpful in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, you know, is, uh, is quit spending so much time on our phones mm-hmm. and on our iPads or on our computers or on our, um, mm-hmm. uh, televisions, right? Pick up a book. They're good, you know, mm-hmm. uh, go outside, do something, you yeah. know? Um, but in a, in a, in a, in a more, uh, to answer the question better, uh, I think simplicity in our life mm-hmm. as disciples of Jesus is a necessity. Um, There's a great book I read by Catherine Wright uh, called The Spiritual Disciplines of Jesus. I think that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. And she has a whole section on simplicity and how simple Jesus was and how simple his teaching is. Mm -hmm. So when he's saying things like, um, you know, what's the greatest commandment? He says, love God, love your neighbor. There's a simplicity element to that. Uh, when he says, don't store up these things in your barn, but just seek first the kingdom. There is a simplicity element to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think as disciples of Jesus, particularly in a modern age where we are bombarded with so much stuff, mm-hmm. we've got to learn how to simplify our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could talk about uh, the same thing with, with our schedules, mm-hmm. um, how our yeah. schedules are so full uh, and and a lot of times we our schedules are so full that our this, our apprenticeship with Jesus takes a hit mm. because I don't have time to read my Bible or I don't have time to have silence and solitude or I don't have time to to really pray because I got to get to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so learning how to simplify mm-hmm. and that's going to mean going to have to be cut out. Right. That's going to mean that you, you you we we don't we're not buying right. every pair of shoes that comes across our. Um, our, our advertising, mm-hmm. you know, scrolling page, but it's learning how to be simple yeah, and how to be disciples yeah. of a simple king.
0: Yeah. I think it, it, it does speak not just to how we spend our money, but also how we spend our time and all of our resources. And and really that goes into the idea of being a good steward of what God's entrusted to us and not just consuming it and um, eating it up and, you know, I think you know, we want to make the most of our life, right? That's a that's a common cultural saying. You know, right. make the most of uh, of your life. You only live once. Those those kinds of things. And I think oftentimes we can be we can buy in to this idea of I've got to do a lot of stuff, then, or I've got to spend it just right, or uh, all of these things. And and like you said, we look up and our schedules are are completely full. We've spent all of our money on things we don't need, and we haven't been good stewards of the resources of the the treasures of the time that God's given to us um, to be disciples of Jesus but also to disciple others in that yeah. um, and so I think I, I, I do think this is a it's a very important thing to be aware of in our lives and and I like the the application of looking how to be uh, more simplistic in every area of, of our lives so years ago, in, in my life, I, I started to see this this problem arise, this consumeristic problem. I found myself going to um, really caring about w- what I wore and being very particular about the clothes that I wore and and how I presented myself before others. And uh, it, I started to realize how much time I spent evaluating those things and how other people saw me. and um, And and pretty soon, my worth was tied to Um, How I looked, and I found myself in in, you know, I loved going shopping for new clothes, the newest thing, you know, the newest styles, all those kinds of things. So, I had to make a change, Um, and and so now I I primarily primarily wear black, you know, clothes, (laughs) black shirts, black pants, and and you know, people give me a hard time for that oftentimes, but uh, really, it came out of a desire to uh, kill the consumerism in me, and so that. I didn't get caught up in those things, and it's it's such a sneaky thing that grows over time because it's so comfortable. Yeah. It's what we, we like, you know, new stuff, the new phone, the new clothes, the new jacket, yeah. uh, and and pretty soon it's got our hearts. Yeah, and, and Jesus knew this absolutely, and and so I think this fighting for uh, s- simplicity in our lives or, or minimalistic thinking is very important. Um, absolutely, yeah, I
1: you know I'll invite you and the listeners into my own apprenticeship with Jesus which is one of the things I really wanted to do with this uh, class. And I don't think everybody has to do this. I'm not saying everybody has to do this. This is just for me in my life with Jesus. A couple mm-hmm. of things that I did proactively for simplicity. The first is that I wear the same outfit every day mm-hmm. as our whole staff now knows and yeah. has come to realize. Right, yeah. Now I do have multiple shirts, yeah. <laughs> I don't just wear the same shirt. Good, but I uh, I just happened to to pick the color black as well. Mm-hmm. It was no uh, like like I want to be edgy. It was just mm-hmm. that was the color that yeah. I went with. Mm-hmm. But I have um, so I wear the same black T shirt.